<laughs> Hello and welcome no. to the LMNOP podcast. No! No. Ab- Again? Absolutely restart not. Restart the show, uh, yeah, Aaron. Yeah, restart. You just wasted time. Hold up, hold up. Hello and welcome to the Alphabet Soup podcast. Now, let's get into it. Yeah, we're going. I'm sorry. It's it's. Uh, you I told choose, you we're speed running, man. You can this choose. Is like taking death. Time. You can choose who's your master. Is Nitwick it me podcast, or is it No major glitches, any percent. I'm about to I'm about to edit these clips together just to get a faster run and stun on everybody. That's what's about to happen. I'm gonna get banned from the boards. Yeah. I'm about to accidentally turn on invincibility and whoop! I was using that for practice. I just forgot to turn it off. <laughs> now you're banned from AGDQ. How does that make you feel, man? <laughs> you can get banned from AGDQ for anything these days. It's honestly horrible. I love AGDQ. Don't get me wrong, but you say one too many swear words and they're like, "All right, that's it. You're never coming." Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Don't you? Do you have a? Is there a streaming event? coming up for you this weekend boom there's no promo they do bro. streaming events now oh dude What's it's up? the resident evil marathon this weekend wow we do it yearly incredible it's three days friday saturday sunday all resident evil all the time that's all that's wow. all the people didn't want. this just happen like six months ago yeah we started late last year because of covid and everything ah <laughs> I see. Should just make it into a bi-yearly event. Like, what's up? What's up with all these great things only coming around once a year? Like BronyCon. Well, that's not a great thing, and it should be zero times. <laughs> it's a actually year. over now. I think. <laughs> Good. It's for the uh, betterment of is society. Is there a single living Brony anymore? There actually is. Like, there's still surprisingly. Like, just the other day, I found out that someone was using uh, deep fake AI to have Pinkie Pie from My Little Pony read uh, Linux manuals. Oh my god. On gosh. YouTube. Like oh they're they're gosh. still around and they're dangerous. This is they, why I, you know, just say we should revert to monkey. Man. I'm not really oh, sure like my monkey. little pony fandom is like the first on my list of reasons we should embrace primitivism, but <laughs> revert it's to on the list. Don't, it is on there. Don't bring up revert to monkey. I have Why can we not bring up I have, I have nothing amount. to say about three of these segments. Let's just chase this. Aaron, why can't we return <laughs> no, to monkey? I have things to say. <laughs> Album of the week, hit the button. No, don't hit the <laughs> well, I actually have don't wait. have things to say. I'm, it's it's going to have to wait to an, till another week. But you should have. I should've. have. I have. I could talk for a full hour about the whole revert to monkey. Yeah, I said I could talk for a full hour about open source software. But look, I just took a nap in the afternoon like a human being. Dude, That's I, my I character development, today, and it was one of those naps that went way too long, and I feel yeah. like crap. That's I'm what we call it's what we today. call a nap roulette. <laughs> it's it's like five oh five. You just got home from work, and you're like, maybe I'll wake up in thirty minutes. Maybe I'll wake up in six hours. Oh, dude, if you nap without an alarm, that is pure god. <laughs> yeah, Logan no. straight up he he nap rouletted the the second episode of Logan's Animal Corner right into oblivion. That's yep. what he did. It's just gone. Yeah. And really, you know, nap roulette sounds like a fun game, but its closest soul brother is Russian roulette. Yep. In which you're you are putting that bullet of waking up at three a.m. and screwing up your sleep schedule for the rest of the work week, and you're just yeah right in that right in that yep. six cylinder. Here's you know? the deal: if you don't, if it's all blanks, six it's not cylinder. fun. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> it's a six, car term. Six, 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 six cylinder. V8 six, right in six that shooty. V8, zero to sixty. Six septa slots for the shooty boom boom. Zero what do you want me to call it? Zero to sixty cylinder. It's um. It's a revolver. Oh my gosh. A six, yeah. <laughs> that's where we're at tonight. No, but like it, it's true though. If they're all blanks, it's a boring game. Yeah. That's what that's what putting the alarm in there is. It's just like, oh, let me just give myself hearing damage with a blank instead you can of definitely die from shooting yourself point blank with a blank. 
Actually, I think somebody at BYU did that. Well, that's I it may not have I been have no BYU idea about that. I almost said that's their. Problem. It was some like local <laughs> theater, and they were like, ah, "It's a blank. Let me just put this right next to my head." Yeah, that's, yeah, that's not. Wow. That's a bad. Yeah, well, a, a two, kid two died, nine, so feel bad nine. about laughing about this, guys. Yeah, I, I, I just really young. I'm I reverting. Feel bad about. <laughs> I am reverting <laughs> to the nine-year-old atheist. Just don't do it. Just <laughs> yeah, don't, don't do it. Guns are guns. Guns are guns. And if you're not scared enough of blank, never mind. That was going to be a dark joke. I am not going to do that. <laughs> Loaded with live ammo. Cody, Cody, Cody. In fact, 100% of the deaths in fake gun-related shootings are from the person with the fake gun. Cody, that's we need yeah. an album of the week. We got an album of the we, week. We need, <laughs> I, we need. I feel so bad. Like This is actually one that has been on my Rate Your Music queue. For three years, uh, sure, because it's up because it's like rated as one He's of like, the best punk. I had to listen to this time. like person with four followers He's on like, SoundCloud. I had to listen to their yeah, whole discography yeah. about three hundred. He's like, he's like, let me just insert myself in real quick. I do have clout. I do know about this album. Yeah, I, it's been but on my freaking list. I bro. wanted to listen I, to Uwap 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 a whole lot more for the last. Three I didn't. Years. Have, I'm not even allowed to like justify <laughs> apologies anymore. No, we're it's gonna roast it. I thought it was a big enough move for me to even start apologizing but if you're gonna take away the ability for me to take just a little bit of the weight of my back of the fact that i work a cushy job i have health insurance and i couldn't be bothered to take 40 minutes out of my life for an obviously great album i'm sorry okay yeah but you know what your friend activity told me otherwise my friend activity <laughs> nickelback <laughs> Again, <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. I'm photograph kidding. on repeat. Spotify's a freaking snake. No, he dude. likes Rockstar. He likes Rockstar. Oh, really? Yeah. Respect. I'm kidding, dog. I'm kidding. I want to. I want to take like the, all the social elements out of music again. No, you know what no, I mean. No, all no, the social. No. Screw you, dog. <laughs> Wrong opinion. Bad opinion. <laughs> oh, let's get into it. <laughs> all right. Anyway, album of the week is "The Shape of Punk to Come" by Refused. It's as far as I'm concerned, and my opinion is correct on this one, the last album they ever made. Um, came out in 1998. They broke up almost immediately after. They released a big old statement, which it's worth looking up. Um, if you res- if you search Refused Art, I can't say the word, but Hecking Dead, mm. um, if you Google that, it'll bring up the manifesto they wrote, and they're like, we're not doing this anymore. <laughs> and it's it's pretty tough, but they ditched all the influences of upstate new york hardcore bands like earth crisis and snapcase and decided to get really into the band nation of ulysses and there we have it one of the most influential post-hardcore albums of all time so this is called post-hardcore it is it is pretty much responsible for like everything we got in the 2000s to me it, it was this sounds a lot like rage against the machine and i like it that's what it sounded are like are you saying these guys are the ones responsible for uh jared leto's band whatever it's called Probably in like a weird roundabout way, yes. Yeah, wow. That's so just real quick. I did see on Spotify is this malignant fire thing just a mistag? I don't know because it's like a freaking five track thing released in 2020 under them. Oh, you know what? They made a song for that game Cyberpunk 2077. That might be what it is. (laughs) Like I said, (laughs) too bad nobody ever heard it. (laughs) Like I said. They stopped making music in 1998. They've played some shows since 2011. They got back together. They reunited for Coachella with At The Drive-In at the same time. It's like the best day of my life because I had been listening to Refused at that point since 2002. Wow. And I was like, oh my goodness. Obviously, I was like 16. I couldn't go to Coachella, but it happened. You were 16 in 2002? 11. 
Oh. 2011, yeah. Dude, I'm not that old. I feel old sometimes, but I'm not that old. <laughs> Which <laughs> means you were listening to Refute from, Refused from Single Digits? Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of hardcore something. I've been listening to since, like, before I was 10. Wow. That's, that's impressive. To break in a away way that from, does make you older than all of us in the only way that really matters. Breaking away from <laughs> yeah. dad's iPod in the single digits. Yeah, it was not single digits for me. Wow, wow, wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, same. I got into hip-hop at the same time. My dad never liked rap, but I remember Nelly was super popular. It had to have been like 2001 or two, and same thing. Cody wow. was influential in helping me break away from my dad's iPod. Yeah, Y'all boy. can hear the jacket shuffle. I know you can. <laughs> so I hope Aaron leaves That's in that soundbite. That's the jacket bite. of a real man. <laughs> that is the jacket of a real really man. He really did. He really did. Me, I always, I wear the most noisy, like, foil jackets to work. Because I want people to know when I'm there. You know? And to hear me on conference. Actually, this one's kind of quiet. But. <laughs> <laughs> fuzzy. No, I do a similar thing. But it's so they can know I'm not doing anything. Because I'm not moving. Yeah. Like, this is my last week at my current job. I have done not a thing mm-hmm. for three days. I've literally sat there on my phone for eight hours for wow. three days this whole week. This is I am, com- can somebody clip that? You're right. Yeah, yeah. Dude, what are you going to do? Send it to my boss? Is he going to take my money back? Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, I'm no, not even sure funny. he knows You're how right. to use this, this is the confessional episode. And I was exposed to a straight up iPhone apology this week also. It was. So it came me? right from Hollywood too. What oh. happened? I can't, like, I can't, I don't I can't I even remember. It was something. I think it had something to do with. It, is it? There's like a lot floating around about some cannibalism movie that was it Emma Stone. <laughs> what? Yeah. What did I miss this week? Uh, is her name Emma movie. Stone? Is that her name? That's a Which person. One? Yeah. I strongly doubt it was Emma Stone. Is is that is that is that the is that the person <laughs> I never from? Thought no, 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 I'd hear no. Cannibalism that and Emma Stone Spider-Man. in the same set. <laughs> no, no, no. It's the it's it's whatever. It's a uh, Hermione. Oh, Emma Watson. Emma, Emma Watson. Yeah. She stormed off a set. When filming a cannibalism movie a little while ago, we and need to it, bring it, back scary it, cannibalism it, 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 movies. I want Cannibal Holocaust remade in 2001. <laughs> I, I don't, though. <laughs> I want people to think that it's a real film. No, anyway, though, something about her storming off the set came out, and it's been a big talking point. And I saw a director that was involved do an iPhone apology. That goes on so Twitter. hard. Oh, she This is not apologize. my album to talk no, about, so I'm going to look it up. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that that was. The, the rabbit hole that took me to that particular apology. All right. About this album. For I'm those listening. That, for those that freaking listen to <laughs> I'm it. I'm going to just move to the corner. <laughs> you shouldn't have revealed your hand. You should have run an experiment. Yeah, for the... And seen how well you could defend yourself. There's a, there's a guy on YouTube that already, like, legit reviewed all three of the Disney Star Wars movies... And it wasn't until like the very end of his third review of his hour long review that he was like, I haven't seen any of these. <laughs> you know what? Damon <laughs> could have so done that if, if his audio I, wouldn't have been. I, I, yeah, I still have the, the video with horrible audio. Yeah, <laughs> I just <laughs> I just don't want to know. Logan didn't listen yeah, to the fair album enough. We've established this. Right. So those who did listen us three. Let's have a nice little chat. All right. <laughs> Yo, let's chat. Yeah, I think this is my favorite album. Cody has recommended really yeah this album is right up my tree dude i, I like during sorry not to cut you off oh, but no. i was like worried all week because i was like we talked about the nuanced political lyrics mm. let protest the hero had we were all like yeah it's kind of cool i was like refused is not at all nuanced literally mm-hmm. the first lyric on the entire album is i have a bone to pick with capitalism and a few to break 
Like it's, <laughs> there's no nuance. It's very in your face, but... Sometimes, almost to the point of, I don't know if they're just memeing. Oh, they were dead serious about it in the 90s. That's why the, I'm saying, like, they don't exist as the, far as I'm concerned past 98. The Apollo, the Apollo mission was a hoax as a title. <laughs> I, when I saw that, I was like, hmm, is this serious or is this... And then they, like, hardly even talked about it in the song. Anyway... Just musically, man, the way that this guy screams over the the music is just, gosh, dang, so good. I love his voice. Yeah, those I, days when they like mix the singer intentionally quieter than everything else going on so that they actually just have to scream that loud. <laughs> it's like, yep, you don't have gain on your side. It is your lungs. <laughs> no, absolutely. Like that is, it's just a raw voice. He can and still do it too is the best part. He's like pushing 50 and he's still able to like crank that out. I love that. See, I don't know. I guess this is my Midwest emo side coming out. While this album is not really Midwest emo, it just... There's a lot of elements that are very parallel. Just the screaming, the raw vocals, the guitar work. It just, I loved it. It was just awesome. I also really liked the way that it incorporated like really bad electronics. That goes into my other point. I felt like there were moments it worked for me. It worked. And then there were moments for me that it did not work. And there, like, sometimes I was like, okay, you know what? That's pretty sick. Like, there's this one song that just starts with these like low beeps. And then it just, and he just starts screaming. And I was like, okay, that was awesome. But there's some of those moments where it's just really, really 90 synthesizers. I was kind of like, I could have left They were that meandering out. around a lot of genres and then always just turning it into absolute chaos. <laughs> and I really appreciated that personally. Frankly, I'm an, I'm an experienced in the actual punk genre. I have been coming around to it in the last like, maybe year or year and a half, but like I'm inexperienced. I'll be honest. But from what I have heard of things that are kind of in a similar vein in the modern day, you could put these in a freaking playlist and you would not be able to tell which one was from 1998, which one was from a few years ago. Mm. So I will say the title, just the shape of punk to come. Honestly, I, I, I was kind of impressed. I was like, they actually predicted very well. Either they predicted or everybody's just been following their example since. So I don't know. What would I, you say about that? I'd say that that's pretty accurate, especially like when it comes to mixing and everything. Mm. Like that actually fine-tuned mix like wasn't really a thing in a lot of hardcore leading up to this album. And then you see like the boom of post-hardcore bands in the 2000s that are all very finely mixed. They all sound very good. The vocals are like perfectly on point for whatever they may be. And I'd say this is kind of that jumping off point. Yeah, I could totally see that. You know, I, I was just estimating based off of what I've heard. And I, I, I was impressed. I really liked the in-between things too. Like the old radio. Um, I don't know. The, like the whatever they were sampling. Well, yeah, the mm -hmm. stuff they were sampling from was yeah. really cool. Well, yeah, because Cody said like, yeah, stop when you hear the live album or live songs. And then I was like, oh, did I hit that already? And it's like, oh, no, it's just a sample. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah. wish that like the regular version of the album was on there because there's no difference in the mix. It's, it's the on same all the album. platforms. Yeah, I there's just I don't know why the deluxe yeah. version is the only one that's on Weird. there. But oh, well, it's because Spotify's deluxe. I used <laughs> I to not have beef with beef with that, but. It's actually bothered me a lot lately where you <laughs> listen to an album and then it's like some other stripped down version. It's like, 
Who cares? Yeah, dude. Every t- every time I'm <laughs> sitting down and listening the- to Antennas to Hell, bro, I, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh yeah, the dude. worst. The worst for me. The worst. The ones that are in my Venn diagram that have this problem. Like all of the Beastie Boys discography has become. Mm. Oh, here's some random B side tape, and at the bottom of the album, and it's like I really Rick Rubin. Just uh, want to hear. <laughs> I just want to hear this album, and it's like, yeah, because the only other option is just to rip it out and put it into a playlist. Yeah, which is what I've had to do for years, and I hate it. So annoying. Yeah, that's that's. But anyway, Damon, I'm curious to hear what you thought of this album. Yeah, I really liked it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I, I mean, I liked Stephen Wilson like a five out of ten. So. In my opinion, that's still better than it is worse. But I mean, that just goes Math. to show that there hasn't been a Cody album that I legitimately have not liked thus far. And yeah, this one was really cool. That second song, I forget Refused the name. Party of- program? No, oh, it's, that is uh, the second song, isn't it? I think it is. I like the second half There's of the first. Liber- liberation frequency. Yeah, liberation frequency. That oh, yeah. that one. That's my favorite off the album. I listened to it probably like six <laughs> times. I. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't know what post hardcore means at all. <laughs> it's such what? it's a non so genre there's, now. There's, there's but... punk, post punk, hardcore, post hardcore. Yeah, and I don't really know the difference between the four. Except post punk is like Joy Division and the Cure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I don't know. It's really hard to say because post hardcore just got applied to like everything in the world between like 2000 and 2012. Mm. Like, like if that, it sounded even remotely in the same vein, it was like that's yeah, post hardcore. So when did hardcore happen? Probably would say it started in like the late seventies. Bands like Black Flag, Agnostic Front. And then when does it end? So that it has everything it. after it can be post hardcore. Post hardcore is usually like bands or people making like whatever their next step. This is originally what it was. Uh, whatever the next step from hardcore was was post hardcore. So in the case of punk, do they assign that to a timeline where like, what's the, what is it the same with punk and post punk? I am not as good with punk stuff. So it, it seems to me like punk be, is more, it's like, it has nothing to do with actual like music attributes. It's attitude. Yeah. I, it's kind of hard to say. Cause like post punk and punk happened at the same time. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the cure and black flag, like I, black flags, like your proto hardcore, but the Cure and Black Flag existed at the same point. Hmm. Like they were both releasing albums at the same time. So yeah, I I, I was hazy on it as well. I I don't fully because I know we did like that Fear Before album. Not technically post hardcore yep. as well, but these definitely were. I mean, I guess similar albums, but so very wait, different. What would what would Bad Religion be? Punk. What would Misfits be? Punk. All right, so I guess I'm more well versed on punk. It's weird, but then like, why do they why do they identify a band like? Because LCD Sound System always has post punk. It's I think it's one of those things like where do we start to blur the lines of genre? Yeah, does it really matter at the end of the day? Kind of thing. And don't don't get him started on that. Yeah, yeah, don't, careful. Don't. <laughs> he's not saying anything. This is weird. Yeah, he's being. He didn't listen to the it's album. It's the homie listened to one song. <laughs> what song did you listen to? Is it New Noise? Oh, hey, okay. Hey, the second the back half of that track it hits hard. Does. could be the sounds of liberation i can't make my voice high enough to match it but <laughs> i love i like i i really did like um like i was mentioning 
all the different sounds as far as like in and out of different genres and just being willing to like this album more than any other I've heard in this headspace is one that's like, yeah, I can visualize this show. Yeah. (laughs) There's there's a really awesome, awesome show they played. So they did a tour in, I think it was 2013, maybe it was 2014. Um, But they were playing Philadelphia the same night as this fest that happens every year in normal times called This Is Hardcore. And they played an after show. Didn't announce it until like five minutes before. I think it was Gorilla Biscuits was playing This Is Hardcore. And they're like, run down the street, refused his playing. And it was packed out. They only played for like half an hour to a literal sardine can venue. And there is video of it, like professionally filmed video. You just go on YouTube and type in refused Philadelphia 2013 hate five, six. That's the channel. It's my friend, Sonny hate like five, six spelled out. Uh, All right. I'm interested, man. I I mean, I can only imagine. So, I mean, maybe (laughs) they wear suits. (laughs) <laughs> maybe this is like just totally I don't know. I maybe I'm up in the night, but I did feel like like why did they choose to sit to put punk in the title? It's shape of punk. Because for me, it felt like it did kind of call back to like old school sounding I don't know. Something about it felt kind of vintage and Was it punky? Is it not punky at all? I don't know. I'd say that it is, but it's a play on an Ornette Coleman album called The Shape of Jazz to Come. Mm. And so I just, maybe it's just that the shape of punk sounds better than the shape of hardcore because the stuff that they released before this, like their album songs to fan the flames of discontent, straight up chuggy hardcore. Uh, I see. I I also saw um, The Shape of Ska Punk to Come. Is that a thing? Nice. That That's the thing. The oh, shape of blink to come. I, a new archetype. Oh, I'm so scared of ska. The shape of <laughs> hyperpop to come. I will not listen to that. <laughs> the shape of hyperpop to come. Oh man. <laughs> say it, Logan. Say it. I'm not saying anything <laughs> until the album review's over. <laughs> no, but honestly, Cody, like this one got me. This is a great album. You know, I was up in the mountains. I was. I've made a goal. There's there's a there's a hike right around here, and it has pretty steep climbs right at the beginning. And I've been hitting it a few times a week. And um, turn this on. It's like, yeah, let's see what the album of the week is. And right when I turned it on, I was like, oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> when it starts yeah. out, he's like, they say the classics never got a style, baby. Yeah, but they do. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love that. <laughs> yeah, intro. no. But your to your vintage point, there's something to like. I I would have to imagine the microphones they use to record it or something. Yeah. It does feel and and maybe it's just the the transitional samples that they used also just really reinforces that because that's kind of what's holding it together is yeah. like there's these samples pretty consistently. Yeah, not sure. Yeah, no, because I know what was going on at that time. At least some of what was going on at that time. I mean, this was like when Rage was going. Like Battle of Los Angeles is 1999, right? Mm-hmm. And Slipknot was going at this time. Yeah, what time, would like, Slipknot and Rage be defined as? I think Rage kind of fits in like almost to new metal. It's like on the outskirts of the genre, I'd say. It's got more of, it's hard to say because like rap metal, new metal, that it, Venn diagram is almost just one yeah, big circle. Yeah, because when you say new yeah. metal, you know, this all the 90s kids more. put this their heads This album down. was also very influential on how new metal was mixed. Yeah. Mike Shinoda from Linkin Park loves this album. Yeah. I could see that being the case totally 
Mm-hmm. No, for sure I can see that. Well, yeah, yeah, I was thinking of how well mixed System of Down typically is. I'm sure they probably like, like Refused. I wouldn't be yeah. surprised. Wasn't Toxicity, is that 99? 2001. Uh, ah. Yeah. Uh, yep. Still, it's that same era. A- and yet this album sounds way more old school and modern than those albums do to me. I, I It's weird. Like this oh, album, yeah, no. this album simultaneously felt kind of old school, but also very modern to me. I don't know why, but it did. That's what I kept thinking. Yeah, no, it kind of, the mixing reminds me of like, kind of like an evil empire, actually. Rage Against the Machine, evil empire is something I thought about a lot. Mm. Just because like the way evil empire specifically is mixed out of their discography, it's, I, I, I really like it. I think, my as, favorite rage album. as I was going to say, I think as time's gone on, I think it, it slots as my favorite as well. So. Vietnam is just untouched. That and People <laughs> of the Sun, those are my two favorites. You know, call it the the hit, but like, in my opinion, Bulls on Parade is like a perfect song. Well, that bass group dun 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 It's yeah. such a good song. Oh my gosh. Actually, like, I'm going to walk back what I just said. You're the Boomerang is the best track. That is a good song. That is a very good it's a song. super good song. But no, like, it's interesting because at this point, Rage is kind of going in a direction that, like, they had lost a significant amount of that early Rage energy. And, this, like, I would have to say this album's carrying that torch a whole lot better. But it, so did Refused exist? When did they start? 90, I think 1990, actually. I'm going to Google it now wow, just because wow. I don't want to So they would have wrong. been parallel acts in a lot well, of ways. Well, not just that, but, like, they were around at the same time as Zach's other band, Inside Out. Mm. which inside out is hardcore yeah yeah like straight up yep yeah zach de la roca man that guy's angry another zach de la roca band worth checking out hard stance he played guitar in it wow. oh interesting yo incendiary i can't get over how much he sounds like zach de la roca it's oh, yeah. unbelievable they have you heard their beastie boys cover no, I didn't Incendiary even know. covered sabotage. I don't know that it's on anything, but like Bandcamp, but okay. it's almost terrifying how like one to one he sounds on that track. I need to hear that. Cost of Living is an amazing album. And Thousand Mile Stare is also amazing. Nineteen ninety one. Yeah. Wow, dang. So eight years. Yeah. Eight years and then they kind of called They kept it together yep. for seven years. Seven. Wait, am I is my ninety eight, you said, right? It was ninety eight, yeah. Seven years. Yeah, with this type of passion, you can't keep it together long. Wait, this album was 99, <laughs> wasn't it? 98. I, oh, 98. Got you. Yeah, man. Awesome. They yep. did a bunch of other stuff, like, in the meantime, between, like, iterations of Refuse, too. If you want really punk stuff, AC4 is fantastic. Mm. It's the vocalist of the hardcore band. It's just straight up hardcore. Mm. Yeah, dude, I gotta hit you up. I had told you about this forever ago, but I want you to make me a, a playlist expose me to some hardcore all right yeah i'll hit you up bro um honestly though about the album very good only real criticism i have is some of the synth work was a little off for me but most of it was actually pretty good yeah i thought it worked personally for me i give it i give this album seriously high marks i did i returned to it a few i listened to it uh both times since since the text went out that I've gone up the mountain, that's what I've listened to. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so yeah, strong eight to a light nine for me. Strong eight to a light. Damon Tano. Damon, don't do it. Don't with Damon Tano. That's about what I don't do it. Don't do it. Don't give number ratings. That's a slippery I, I slope. I don't know if I'd bleed into nine just because of how high that is, but I, it's in the eights for me. Well, the slippery slope. Strong nine, if you ask me. Light ten. Anytime I yeah. rate something, 
I'm always like, if it's a 10 out of 10, then do I like it as much as the things that are my favorite ever? Yeah. And so then I'm always like, well, I can't rate it that high because then it would be my favorite. Yep. Statistically. Yep. So ratings, yeah, I, I hate ratings. Ratings are not rating. Yeah. On Letterboxd, I just I, add watch and I don't say anything <laughs> you, unless I really liked it. I, Bro, I just started Letterboxd like last week. Yeah, I I'm noticed. addicted. I, I wrote like 140 reviews in a week. <laughs> I am like Respect. loving it. And so... Yeah. You were a big inspiration, dude. I'm loving it. It's honestly Letterboxd is fun. So I pay them fifty. They're the only social media I'd pay money to. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think Logan's I'm gonna the only one not pro. on it. Yeah, no, it's fun. I had it pro for a long fun. time. I'm a patron at this point. I saw it's, that. Yeah. yeah, bro, big respect. I think I am gonna go pro, but like it just, I really like it because I am huge on movies. I love movies, but like, freaking, it actually adds an element of like capturing and tracking, and I just love that. Yeah. So anyway, uh, use code Nitwick when you get uh, Letterbox. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. It really just comes down. To Doesn't this just? Work. Isn't that just a voice of guilt uh, really in your ears? It's the voice. <laughs> I got a review. I got a review. No, I don't even feel bad anymore, dude. I hate this guy. PTSD. <laughs> Last one. I don't even ironically like his music anymore. Like. <laughs> when I hear that voice, it's just pure PTSD. Just, well, and it's funny because like that last. So. Uh, I mean, since none of us listened last time's album, like just the fact that he couldn't get a feature except himself and <laughs> no, another voice. It. Like, I think that just proves <laughs> that, that yeah, no, everyone w- he knew was just he, like, yeah, he's, dog, earned like a special busy place. Right now. he's earned a special place on my shelf. I Viper is something to listen to in certain very specific circumstances, but I was going to bring it before the body because uh, Logan did drop the ball in the in the. On on a hot mic, uh, I did say that <laughs> he dropped the ball. We were all waiting on the Viper of the week. So here's my real question. Come here's through. my real question. Can, Can I do I, a different segment? Yeah, I'm, I'm, my, I'm saying what I was going to bring. Saying, do we want to do "Kill Yourself, My Man" and call it? Yeah, I want to talk about <laughs> that. that album. That's true. Yeah, uh, forgot about that name. Is there any other notable <laughs> stuff Kill that's better or more? Okay. All right. All right. Let's do Kill Yourself, My Man, and then we're done. That, that sounds great. <laughs> I love that album title more than most things. Music as an oh, no. This is an old, this is an old project. Uh, this, is a, this is an old one. Dude, I haven't heard this forever. I know. That's, that's, I'm just glad I can talk again. But we're just going to have to pretend. <laughs> we're just going to have to pretend that that was Fantano. Oh, no. No, I can't. I can't okay. talk either. No, no, no. <laughs> Let's roll this freaking Fantano over to next week. Oh, who, or watched something. who watched it? It deserved to watch. It deserved to watch. Because no, this did. one, it did. This Let's one actually roll it over next week. Okay, all this right. This would be an interesting we'll just conversation. We're speed running the episode. Oh, here's Fantano. Now get it right. Anthony Matt Switch Tano. Speaking of dropping the ball, but hey, you know what? Hey, hey, you know what? DJ, shut up, world. You hate him so. Jameson, clip that. I'm going to send it to Fantano himself. Yeah, no, I was going to say something, but you know what? If nobody listened to it, we're saving is this, it for next Is this week. the one, is this Spotify is fair now? Yeah. Is that the video? Okay, yeah. I actually did watch that. Yeah. But let's save it. Okay. Yeah, I want to watch yeah. it. Right. You didn't watch it? I watched like five minutes of it. Did you watch it? No. Okay, let's roll it. This yeah. would be a good so one. So that officially, this, that officially puts us on, yes, the segments are, are scattered. I'm sorry. That was an old shtick that I didn't know which samples were on what foot pedal, right? That's Maybe that's a throwback. Shtick. Maybe this is just a that's throwback. A throwback, yeah. 
But we're uh, gonna, if this we're going to do throwbacks, this, we're going to have to start calling the podcast by its actual name again. Though th- this is news. We'll get <laughs> this is music. Seeing so fast. I got yeah. some. I got some music news for you. I got some music news. Uh, it's is. Is talking about celebrities even music news? Is talking about so-and-so has an album coming up even music news? I'll tell you what's music news. I'm taking guitar lessons. That is music news. That is is real music news. So anyway, um, I'm kind of dumb. I don't know if people know this about me. I try really hard to hide it, but I'm actually, I'm very, very dumb. And... What I decided to do was I was at Guitar Center wandering around, money bull- burning a hole in my pocket. And Did I you thought, buy a seven string? <laughs> I wanted to. Respect. Uh, and I thought, <laughs> you know what? I don't want any of this production stuff because um, all proprietary music software sucks. And so I'm just going to go home and pirate all of this anyway. So instead, I'm looking for a new avenue to waste my time and my money. And I thought, you know what the best way to do this is? Is to take guitar lessons at Guitar Center. So that that not only can I be shamed into playing an instrument that I've owned for two years already and never touched (laughs) in any significant way, but I can do it while surrounded by the comfort of balding men playing ACDC just one room oh. over. You leave me alone. <laughs> hey, hey, Logan, have you done your first lesson? I actually have. I've done two lessons now. So I go, I go in. What are they I, teaching you? I, I sit down with this, uh, with my guitar teacher who is like a 60, 65 year old man he's like yeah i just do this for fun i'm already retired and i'm like oh you know that's nice someone who actually cares about the art i can't wait for us to talk about the types of songs that we like the type of artists and play styles that we can bond over he probably likes the beatles nah he went like this he looked logan straight in the eye and he goes this is smoke on the water Nah, nah, boy, my poor grandma's acoustic guitar, my sweet lady, my grandma, but like ages 12 to 13, every time I was over, I was like, can I play the acoustic guitar? Which like she would use for hymns and like sing along, along with the old upright piano. But man, I'd get on that acoustic for six hours at a family gathering. It's like, can you please stop? That's better than Wonderwall. It's the only thing I know how to play. So did this man teach you the uh, power chord yet? Nah, 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 nah. So I sit down with this guy and he's like, you know, to get started with my students, I usually like to establish a goal. You know, what bands do you like? What bands do you want to sound like? And so, you know, this music podcast Sir is Jack. a place for me to be <laughs> pretentious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this podcast Hyper serves pop. as a way for me to show my true hand, for me to show how much I like being better than other people by knowing obscure bands. But but this is not the time for that. This is the time for me to reach across generations, extending a hand and saying, let's find some common ground so that I can learn to play this $99 guitar that still has the free lessons on Fender.com sticker <laughs> attached. And so I, I extend this hand and I, what bands do you like, Logan? American football. As I lay dying. <laughs> He's like, let's just go straight into like crazy power chords and leads and nothing else. <laughs> I'm, d- I'm like wrecking 
Coheed and Cambria. And 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 after I got looks on the first two, I thought for sure Coheed and Cambria would get a like, oh, you you know, you're just a basic emo pop little boy is so what you want to be these doing. These are actually the bands you said. These are the actual bands I said. <laughs> yeah. I, I for the life of me cannot think of a band that a 65-year-old man would know yeah. that I actually like the guitar styles of. Daughters. Eh, He's like, let's play grindcore. (laughs) (laughs) And so, and finally, I have named off like 15 bands at this point and all just getting like, it's like, you know, like American football takes a lot of in from like inspiration from jazz and they're like, he's, I don't know, dream theater. Mm. Oh, Trinidad gets it. He gets it. He knows. <laughs> so you like you like like the progressive metal type stuff? Sure. <laughs> That's a cool guy. Was this at the Riverdale one? It is at the Riverdale. I'm gonna go one. learn guitar. Yeah, dude. I Loki. I'm gonna go learn guitar. <laughs> we should walk in there and like, what bands do you guys like? Dream Theater. Just Dream Theater. I want to play like John Petrucci. <laughs> no, 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 Let's no, go. No, no, seriously. How much does a lesson cost? <laughs> I, I want to at least have the, the same interaction you had but my version I'm just ring off like obscure black metal bands for like half an hour <laughs> see what he says I'm paying I'm paying uh, like 25 bucks per lesson we should right all now. we should so, all go and take a first guitar lesson from yo, this guy. Is the dude is the play dude like a game with you? this old retired guy oh no <laughs> just he just home to his really wife he's like had a bunch of idiot 20 year olds they don't respect the classics that may be no my, love for Pink Floyd that may be my proposition try to Create, try to create a list of like obscure black metal bands oh, and I, see how many you can go. It's right like, here in my head. Like break over <laughs> seventy five bands. I guarantee if that guy doesn't know who Coheed is, I could say mayhem, and that guy's yeah. not gonna have a clue who I'm talking about. So I'm I, curious. I really, otherwise, he's like been a great guy. Like he's very technical. He's not like here are the power chords. Go learn a song. He's yeah. like, yeah, like here are the notes. You should be learning your scales and your chords, but you should also be working on a song. And so I want to get across i really like this guy i really appreciate him i'm not here to talk smack oh i'm not but, talking smack but we have like no bands in common and yeah, i have theater. no idea how to communicate to him what i'm actually trying to do so is he actually like teaching you like theory right now yeah like real stuff mm. um because i mean that here's a little known secret about guitar center is that about half the students there are just children it's it's not like this is a little known the guy that this comes is not in little known. To, yeah. to like put on like a three thousand dollar guitar it's like i've had a hard day of working at the law firm today let me just bang out some acdc in the middle of this guitar center like he's not taking guitar lessons people that actually want to get better at guitar and are touring are probably have private instructors that they do zoom calls with now yeah so so the majority of who i'm competing with in terms of like actually being able to practice actually being able to learn are seven-year-olds that saw their dad play a kiss music video on mtv once and said i could do this and the father's like oh i'll make you into a rock star son and so when i come back and like i've actually practiced for any amount of time ever you know i get to feel like a superhero dude you should walk up to this guy next time and go so what is drop D? <laughs> no, no, drop E. Just keep, take it one step further. Oh, uh, that's my music news. For hey, this no, that's week. cool, Logan. That's yeah. way cool, dude. I'm excited. Honestly, about that. it's cool. And, and no, I'm not making fun of him. But legitimately, we all should go and take a first <laughs> lesson from him. 
Absolutely. from that guy. He's going to hate us. He's going to track us down and fight us. I don't know, man. That's a hundred bucks. It is a hundred bucks. Yeah. It's a hundred bucks of anger. <laughs> He's retired. <laughs> He's not having it. Wait, wait, wait. One more question. How many times are you planning to go a week? Two? Just once a week. Once a week. Yeah. Once a week for half an hour because I'm... Like, turns out music lessons are actually insanely expensive. Oh, yeah. I was like, I'm not doing college. I have all this disposable income. Time to go get an expensive hobby. <laughs> I did that. Um, our our <laughs> uncle teaches guitar. That's sweet. You could look into it. I, could, I, I don't know what he charges, but... Yeah, he does. It and, he, might... and he is really good. And yeah, they just have that studio. That's... I'm I'm not I'm not discerning. I do like this guy. I'm going to continue seeing it. But like, literally, my thought was just like... I could research guitar teachers around here, but I already know where this place is, and I'm not going to have to show no, no. somebody's taking, house. Taking guitar, <laughs> yeah. Taking, yeah. Taking, the amount of things, the amount of cool things that you can learn, but that involve driving to some rando's house, is a little high. Yeah, it's a little high. Yeah, that's fair. It's also <laughs> endearing. I think our it's uncle, endearing. our uncle, usually does it in that same place that we shoot. The I would do videos. it at that studio. Yeah. I love yeah, that. Yeah, that's studio. where he does it. That's yeah. usually where he does. No, but yeah. uh, Guitar Center is honestly a supreme place to take guitar lessons. <laughs> <laughs> it is in so many ways. It is, bro. In yeah. so many I can't ways. wait to hear your first metal track you, you brought up learning drop d in that guitar center and i remember i went in there with my buddy ben one time and he's actually like extremely good at playing guitar yeah and he just walks in there and like grabs a les paul and just like down tunes it like five steps oh. and just starts playing like the most disgusting like sludgy chords <laughs> everybody's like looking at him funny and he's like totally oblivious to it he's just having fun i'm like dude we got to get out of here i was like you can't do this to me it's like this I, is not I cool, legitimately man. I could break apart Guitar Center for so long. There's so much that happens there. But like the primary appeal of of Guitar Center is not like buying guitars. Oh, it's showing. The primary oh, yeah. appeal of Guitar Center is not like actually getting equipment that you will use or like having meaningful discussions with people. The entire appeal of Guitar Center is picking up something that you will never be able to afford, yep. plugging it into an amp, and making a whole store listen to you play the yep. same riff. <laughs> yep. It is. And usually the only riff that you know is a, a basic power chord riff. Yeah. And and it's, yep. No, no. You I'm can, with you. You can socially torture a mass of random people so effectively in that stuff. No, no, no. I, I, I love going to Guitar Center, sitting down and just doing the drums. Or me and my friend have been known to go into the acoustic room and do exactly what you say said. Just grab Taylor guitars and basses mm -hmm. and they just jam but the acoustic room it. the acoustic room is a whole different vibe. yeah but i've done it for like an hour before just sat down in the acoustic room with like seven thousand dollar guitars i yeah. have no idea how a store like in a society where everybody seems to like constantly want to be respectful of other people's space and like be sensitive to others and we teach our kids not to run around in the j crew while logan's trying to window shop and enjoy a single moment of peace uh <laughs> like how does the store exist where like the goal and we revel in it is to be as obnoxious as possible <laughs> it's beautiful it's beautiful it's beautiful i love going to guitar center yeah. for, for that reason it's like like we've been here 
with the show a few times. You're like, Aaron, quick run to Guitar Center. I'm like, there's no such thing as a quick run to Guitar Center. <laughs> <laughs> if, we, if we go to Guitar Center, I, I got to show. I have show. to go to I the production least, aisle and, and drop enough Ableton shortcuts into this poor cashier's ear so he knows I'm one of the yeah. real no, ones. No, 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 no. Because yeah. his opinion actually matters That's to me. That's where it starts. It all starts with the guy behind the counter. It's like, I got to get that guy. He's my first. He's the what first one we're making eye contact with. I have to tactically with. say? Dude, and once he's on my hey. team, then I can get... Then I can get the rest of the store kind of gathering this around is nodding not their a, head. This is not a joke, and I will leave it unnamed for the protection of this individual. Aaron and I have been known to crash a few guitar places, and we oh, we, went oh, to, we got oh, this one no. guy to take off his shoes and socks and show us his bare feet <laughs> at a guitar No, place. you have no idea. Is this someone we know? How far? He was no, telling, no, no. He was like, telling us his entire good- religious history. Yeah. He showed us his bare feet. He made it, he made analogies between different types of guitars and different types of women. Guitars are like guitars are like tires. Guitars are like tires. They wear you know, he 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 has a lot of choice metaphors. He's a very, very wise man. Very true. I love he's going like, to his store. He's Whenever like, I pop a string, that's where I'm going. It me yeah. too. It, it actually is true. I just went there last time when I popped a string. But like he'll just be like, "Okay, there's like two two electric guitars on the wall. Like one's an Ibanez and one's a Fender or whatever. And he's just like, so this one's a blonde and this one's a brunette. That guy rules. <laughs> I, what, I need to know what store this is. We'll pass you some valuable information. Uh, no, that was uh, valuable. Bops. Bops. Oh, yeah. Bops of the week. Uh, yeah. Bops of the week. Good there, was no, there was no gear shift on that. Yeah. All right. Um, you know, I'm really torn on this guy. I, I found him this week. I found him this week, and he does have a track that's my bop, but like, I don't know. I don't know exactly how I feel about all of it, but overall, I'm pretty impressed. Um, his name's William Crooks. I don't know if anybody's heard of him, but uh, he's got this song called Hands, a lowercase exclamation point, by the way, for those, you know. Oh, next, I was worried it was another one of those Zoomer, I don't care about my song titles, but the exclamation point is, yep. that's a good touch. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's a nice touch. Yeah. Um, and anyway... It's just these really nice clipping 808s with him screaming about like five feet back from the mic. <laughs> that, I don't know. That sounds <laughs> a little pretentious. Sounds a little pretentious. You know, you're getting dangerously good at describing music, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> and wow, it's it's pretty good. It's got this really nice oscillating like flute thing that I actually just did in a song. And I feel violated. Oh, I'm so excited. Because I came up with that before he did. I'm so yeah, excited to hear our remix. Yeah, yeah you did. So it's I'm angry about it, but it's got this real nice, I know what he did. He went into contact. He got that nice Arabian flute. He did a single note. He put LFO tool on it, but he did it well. And it's Jake's trying to impress the cashier yeah, at yeah. Guitar Center. Right? Yeah. Jake, Jake, you got to try those moves I'm out kidding. at Guitar Center. I, no, Jake, you can you can do it. Yeah, now. so you I was putting an LFO tool on my. <laughs> this is like another man. Like I'm not even like trying to score a deal. <laughs> yeah, so I was comping some takes the other day on my seven B. <laughs> what's your preferred? What's your what's your what's your dog choice? What's your dog choice? Another man, oh, dude. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm I'm totally kidding. But the, the psychology song, of Guitar Center. <laughs> the song does actually like it's super simple, but it is super hard hitting, and it's pretty good. So, solid. Yeah, that's my Bob. I just I, like. <laughs> I like. 
I like him. won't talk to girls at bars, but like this guy at Guitar Center, like <laughs> he's my best well, friend. Well, you know, no. I mean, the time stretching algorithms in Ableton <laughs> really use, depends on your CPU. Just, but I use Complex Pro usually. You know, Complex gets some other artifacting going on, but like. <laughs> What's your favorite reverb? What's your favorite reverb? <laughs> I, you know, I blew a bag on those Valhalla plugins. Let me tell you, totally worth it. But you know what? If you're in it for the free game, Supermassive is good. You're, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Another man. It's so. He's just sitting there like I can't wait to go home. In, like taking all irony away. Yeah. It's so real though. At <laughs> Guitar <laughs> Center. <laughs> at Guitar Center. It's like, oh, there's a DJ controller. Yeah, I know how those things work. I know yeah, let me just. <laughs> <laughs> Let me show you something real I'm like quick, putting pal. on the different producer headphones like, mm, yeah, this sounds different at all. <laughs> so, hey, wait, does this link up to Serato or Virtual DJ? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all got me dead. Let's keep all doing right, All right, Damon. All right. <laughs> it's uh, so real. <laughs> I have been that guy so many times. <laughs> I've been continuing my uh, every single or a new album every single day. And I've just been standing Wu Tang a lot because uh, each of the members all have at least one solo album, mm. and pretty much all of them are good. And uh, so, yeah, I think the best three Wu Tang members, like pretty clearly, are I'm gonna judge are <laughs> Ghostface Killer, Method Man, and Raekwon. In my opinion, dude, Inspected Deck's pretty cool though. Oh, I'm not saying they're, they're, Cody feels they're, differently. They're, they're my top three. What are yours? Jizz the Genius. Yeah. Ghostface Killer. Yeah. Old Dirty Bastard. ODB. Yeah. Can you know, say that word that. on this Just show? last night. It's a name. <laughs> just last night, we went and saw a movie in theaters, and RZA was in it. He was he's in like it? A, he's like an actor. Yeah, no, RZA and Jizza have actually sold out RZA almost as bad as Tom Morello. a bunch of really good soundtracks, too, though. I don't doubt it. Ghost they Dog have... by Jim Jarmusch. RZA did the soundtrack for it. It's fantastic. RZA and Jizza. As a modern-day mafia hitman, samurai. Rizzo was so, Samurai. Now I gotta it. see this movie. Ghost Dog, Way of the Samurai. Uh, uh, Method Man's cool, though. I like Method that. Man. Method Man's pretty cool. So anyway, uh, yeah, it's probably Ice Cream off of uh, Raekwon's Only Built for Cuban, Cuban Links. Yeah. yeah, that album is so cool. So yeah, Bop of the Week. <laughs> nice. Very nice. I don't even think I like deserve to say a bop of the week with how much stuff I didn't listen to. No, it was but the first song off of uh, the album. Your guitar center, your <laughs> guitar, <laughs> your guitar center stick is as good as the the stand up. The, the audience having a higher like the cro- the intersection between the comedian and the audience. You know, that's that my other favorite yeah. stick. In truth to what Aaron just said, we spent a lot of time talking about the intersections of post hardcore, hardcore punk, and post punk, kind of where they sit in the world. We almost became a music podcast, but we're a Whoa. Utah comedians <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Logan, you made us all laugh. Music related you comedy. <laughs> music related it's comedy. It's true. We yeah. were we were actually talking about music. And what and why oh, were we? Why oh, were we? My my whole abdomen just folded in on itself <laughs> at music related comedy. That's what we are. So Logan, what's your bop of the week? Oh gosh. Oh, I'm still hurting from that. Um, they just got added to the hyperpop playlist, so they're probably about to blow up, and then I'm gonna hate them. But while I still like was them, it the cake. What is that that just came out with Dylan Brady? The cake. I don't. You know. You guys know what I'm talking about. They're dancing around in fruit. 
You know what I'm talking about. I don't know what you're I talking don't about. Either. Oh. I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. It's gonna, actually, it's gonna be it's gonna be a big deal. I actually it's be a don't big deal. care yeah. about hyperpop as a genre anymore because it has it has been completely taken over by people who watched Mean Girls, didn't realize that Mean Girls was a parody, and then decided to parody Mean Girls through abusive music. Yeah, that's you know. what hyperpop we is. We got two now. minutes on the clock. We got two minutes on the clock. Anyway, it's highlight by facts, gang. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's it's good hyperpop. It's not this like look at me being a 2016 movie stereotype. Lol. I don't know. There's some good hyperpop. Thanks there's for, some. Thanks very for good clearing hyperpop. that up, man. There's yeah, good dude, hyperpop. <laughs> out there. Yeah, that needed to be cleared up. <laughs> it was. It was a comedy. Now, it was now a I'll listen to it. It was a shtick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now that the air is clear. How I, funny would it be if I was Lindsay Lohan in the movie Herbie, but like in a song? That was in 2016. That wasn't. That was, was like, like 2003. I said 2016. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> I thought you said 2016. All I'm trying to figure out right now if is is if Herbie is responsible for this cabal of artsy people suddenly being really attracted to Volkswagen bugs. No, bugs are just cool looking. <laughs> is it related? Bugs. Are I don't cool. know. Just cool. <laughs> At, bugs are such a unique car. I mean. All, All right, right, Cody, let's Cody, it, Cody. I've uh, been listening to a lot of post-hardcore, unsurprisingly. Uh, this is a different version of post-hardcore. It's Walter Schreifels, who was in Gorilla Biscuits beforehand. Uh, the song is Used for Glue. The song or the album is United by Fate. The band is Rival Schools. Mm. It's much more accessible than Refused is. I Refused, see. for the record, really is cool. Really like the album this week. I, I did, too. Um this week, the you just, antlers. You guys just keep rubbing in that you listen to this album. It was good. We get it. No, dude, we get it. It you was really good. Album. That album art, by the way. Mm. Mm. Hey, the guy look, throwing the Molotov guys, guys, cocktail yeah, right mm. next to the people dancing. I got, I got so my good. bop. I have to announce. So, um, the antlers put out an album, first album in like seven years, and um, there's a song on there called "Stubborn Man." That's pretty good. The album's pretty. They good. made they made that album that make Reddit that made redditors want to kill themselves. Hospice. Right? Yeah, that's the one. It's a pretty good album. Yeah, a lot of redditors very clearly talked about wanting to kill themselves for karma about that album. I feel like that's uh, a pretty average day on Reddit. Though. It is it's though for karma. <laughs> there are this greater album, currencies in the word, made- world. <laughs> this has been the Alphabet Soup Podcast. This has been the Alphabet Soup. I like podcast. I like Alphabet. That wasn't too bad. Alphabet Soup was pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty. I good. was, uh, you know, I think putting on the dunce cap and sitting in the corner for the first half of this episode really helped me gain some perspective. I'm glad to hear it. Really helped you know, me grow. 